0: Hey guys, this is Sean from the Gene Pool Variety Hour podcast. Sorry this sounds a bit weird, but I'm recording this for my office on an earbud mic. Do what you gotta do. As I was editing this episode, I noticed spots with really crappy noise. Connor and I record at a small table, since we share a bi-directional mic. That's fine when all you have is the mic boom and the laptop taking up space. But add character sheets and dragon dice, and things get a little cramped. So be prepared for some paper rustling and some bumping into the boom gongs along the way. With that being said, thanks for stopping by and enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to the Gene Pool Variety Hour, your geek safe space. I'm Sean. And I'm Connor. And we're your co-hosts for the show. Welcome to episode 3. In today's episode, we're trying out a new segment, D20 Multiverse Mayhem.
1: And exploring our next entry in the best of the worst on Netflix, Gallow Walkers.
0: So hey guys, usually we start out these podcasts with some kind of little intro conversation topic and... Uh, um, we don't have one this time. So we're just kinda of gonna BS our way through it. We're just shooting from the hip. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so I guess what I'll ask Connor, I mean, what what have you been up to lately? I don't um, I've been at work a lot, so. Um, lately I've been getting back
1: into Dungeons and Dragons. The epitome of the nerd culture.
0: I don't know if I would call it getting back into Dungeons and Dragons because you've done it once. I'm not saying you've only played it once, but you've only played it through, like, one session. So, anyway, but, okay, your 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 interest is reigniting. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, me, I'm getting back into it, okay? Look, long story, taught them how to play. Taught Connor, and his one of his younger brothers, and, and, and Kelly, my wife, taught them how to play a few years ago after we watched an episode of Community where they were playing Dungeons & Dragons. They got interested in playing. We haven't done it since then because I am not a dungeon master. I'm not good at that. I'm good at being a player, but I don't. I can't keep up with all of that stuff. And but uh, I good? Yeah, maybe. And we had. I had was used to playing the old Dungeons and Dragons rules, old Advanced Dungeons and Dragons rules, and this kind of stuff. And we were doing D and D, the four rules, which are horrid in my opinion. And it was just too complicated. So that did. And plus, we had an incident uh, with a two-hour argument between. Connor's character, and one of his mom's characters, she was playing too, about what to do with the talking wolf. So if you want to talk about it a little bit, that's fine. I want to tell how it ends, because I'm the one that ended it, but you go ahead. Um, I'm just going to say that it was bad. I mean,
1: I mean, it got to the point where we were screaming at each other, and, and Mom was quoting I don't know who, but just to get her point across, and I was just stubborn because I wanted to somehow change... I wanted to turn the talking wolf good and have it as my pet. Okay, so here's the
0: deal. Connor loves animals. Connor loves wolves. In this game, they found an old keep. They were searching this old keep and clearing it out and getting treasures and this kind of stuff. But in the courtyard, there was a huge white wolf chained to a post in the center of the courtyard. Exactly. And it talked. Exactly. That freaked mom out. (laughs) Because, you know... Kelly's kind of a black and white thinking kind of person. Very facts oriented kind of stuff. And the the concept of a talking wolf was just evil (laughs) to her. And so Connor being Connor, loving animals, wanted to save it. Kelly being Kelly, wanted to kill it. And they argued, I am not kidding, for almost two hours about what to do with this wolf. Okay? I was so sick of it as the dungeon master that I made the dungeon master decision that the wolf was driven mad by um, the by their arguments and he chewed through his the wrists of his paws and killed himself to escape the misery of the argument. <laughs> Our Dungeons and Dragons playing didn't last too many times after that. And we hadn't played in years. Uh, oh,
1: oh, I would like to point out that dad is also kind of lazy as a dungeon
0: master, or,
1: um, and here's why. Um in the exact same module, there was supposed to be
0: this like secret room in the key. No. 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 no you're missing the story completely. Okay. This was not lazy. This was I had gotten a free module off the internet, mm-hmm. and there was and what y'all played was all there was, mm-hmm. but I was going to expand it into something else. And I had expanded the cave system. Y'all explored the whole cave system. I had put a secret door because I was going to add on to it. Okay. Uh-huh. When you guys got to the dead end. And this is this is what happens with Dungeons and Dragons with the luck of the, of the roll, You decided you wanted to search uh-huh. for something. Exactly. And, I, you decided, gotta and gotta I decided to explore. And I decided that, okay, fine. He wants to explore. He wants to see if he can find the secret door. Fine. If you can roll a twenty on a twenty-sided die, twenty-sided die, then you find something. You know, you know. I said, roll. He rolled a twenty. Then it was magically sealed in this kind of stuff. So he says, well, I'm going to try to pry it open. And he was like a paladin and so it a stronger character. I said, okay. You try to you you try to pry it open. I'm not giving him any chance to, to do this. He has to roll a twenty and a, a, like a, 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 a natural twenty to open it. He rolled a natural twenty. Two 20s in a row. And uh, got the door open, and there was nothing on the side. It was just a vast void. Okay. Because I hadn't built that part yet. I wasn't ready for that. So that, it wasn't a lazy thing. I didn't have time to get there. Anyway, so <laughs> that's kind of our. I, I played Dungeons and Dragons since I was in high school, and we used to have weekend long sessions that would start on Friday night after our football games. We were all band geeks and play until Sunday. And played it in college, some too. Haven't played it in years, but I love the game. So one of the things that we had fun doing we got to thinking because you know, we've seen these epic rap battles of history on YouTube where people take these historical figures and they act out a rap battle between these, these, these two historical figures. And also, uh in the um uh, Booze and Phasers podcast that I that I attended live at DragonCon, they did a segment where they were talking about wizards. You know, who's their favorite wizard in literature? Who's their Favorite person in literature who's not a wizard, but kind of was a wizard, like a very smart or kind of cool character. And who who's a real person that they would consider as a wizard kind of stuff. So it got me to thinking, what if we took one of those people, real people, that and turned them into a wizard and let them fight somebody else? And they got to be a character. So that gave us the idea for what we're calling D20 Multiverse Mayhem. So what we're doing... Connor's Connors come up with a list of 20 people could be video game characters TV characters movies um, anime anime uh, literature history 20 people from anywhere okay and I did the same we roll a 20-sided die and that picks our, our combatants for the match and then we create a character for that person based on D- Dungeons and dragons 5.0 rules. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to fight to the death. Okay, so I'm going to go and tell you we already rolled ahead for who the characters are. Yeah. And so my role, my guy, is Genghis Khan. Connor. And all you Arrow fans out there will know who who this badass chick is, Felicity Smoke. So we're going to have a Dungeons and Dragons style battle to the death between Genghis Khan and Felicity Smoke. Uh, Emily, I'm going to tweet you that I'm doing this, and I hope you listen to this, and I hope it turns out okay. We'll see. So that's what we're going to do. So today, we're going to create the characters, talk a little bit about them, and then we're going to just battle it out. So before before we do, though, we're going to talk a little bit of ground rules, what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. The setting is going to be just like a 100-foot diameter arena. Um okay. Imagine the Roman Colosseum, and that's basically where we're at. Something like that, but smaller.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to roll these characters, but we're going to go ahead and advance them to level ten, so they can have some hit points and have some skills, and they're not just not two first level characters. They'll be able to really fast. We're going to level them up to ten, give them all their bonuses that they get for each for their class at that level. Also, we uh, we're gonna we we rolled to get a amount of money. We're going to buy our our just starting equipment, you know, armor and weapons and that kind of thing. But since we're both level 10, we've decided that we're going to each have one magical item. And the way we're going to do that is I found a random magic item generator. We're going to roll some dice and decide what they get, okay? And then that's going to be part of our equipment. And then we're going to go to town, all right? So, woo, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh,
1: I think I, I think I want to go first. So all right, you what go should first. I do
0: first? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Roll your dice for your skills. All right. All right. And so I you know, the way you do this for for people who don't do Dungeons and Dragons, and I know there's some out there, Mitch. I know you're out there. So and I know you don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. You have six ability skills, okay, and they are strength,
1: charisma, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, and wisdom.
0: So and then you get a score in each one of those. And the way you the the, the typical way that you do it is you get four six sided dice. You roll four six-sided dice, and you take the top three scores and add them together, and that's your ability score. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Connor, go ahead.
1: All right, guys, I'm gonna start rolling now. Now, now, just make sure that it's not as loud on the on the speaker. I'm going to use a little coaster to just kind of <laughs> think muffle they literally it. I
0: don't really need to know that. Just do it, man.
1: All right. Um. Okay. Got those scores. So my first is a is twelve. So I'm gonna put that in my strength. Cause I mean, oh um um, I'm making Felicity Smoke a rogue c- character. Cause I mean, come on, I'm um, a um a past super hacker fits into the rogue c- characteristic. You know. Um. So so I'm gonna put in twelve in my strength. I'm right, gonna roll again. All right, I got another twelve. I'm gonna just put that in my my constitution for now. All right, rolled again. Okay. Ooh, whoa! This is a big one. Sixteen. A nice big old roll. I'm gonna put that. You know what? I'm gonna put that in in my charisma actually. Actually, because I mean, charisma is all about um. So about persuasion and using your charms and words, um. And, and Felicity Smoke is actually pretty pretty smooth. Well, well, she has her moments. All right. So now let's begin again. Ooh, I got eighteen. Boom, three sixes. So so I'm gonna put that in my dexterity. All right. That's so let's see. That was strength, dexterity charisma constitution need two more scores um, okay ah, a 14 I'm gonna put that in my intelligence and then this last one is gonna go into Wisdom. 11 well that's well that sucks the, that, So that's gonna go
0: into 11 all right dad your turn okay now uh, I do want to tell you that with these scores depending on what score you get you get bonuses uh, which I'll explain as I'm rolling mine, but I'm, I'm gonna roll mine now. And Genghis Khan obviously is gonna be a barbarian. I mean, what else would he be, right? So, fighter. I mean, he could be just a plain on fighter, but I like the idea of a barbarian better. Yeah, true. So, I'm gonna roll, I'm just gonna roll my scores and then decide where they go. So, I've got uh, 14, and then I'm gonna. And then I got a sixteen and eleven and a thirteen. Oh can you pick that up for me. I lost my dice. If I can find it,
1: okay.
0: I think I got it. <laughs> I couldn't see. I have a small table. Uh, what else have I got? Um, and then uh, fifteen. And then my last one is a four. <laughs> I rolled four dice, and the best I can get is a four. <laughs> wow, what are the odds of rolling all those ones? So I'm going to put mine, I want to distribute mine this way, I'm going to put the 16 in my strength, the 14 in my dexterity, the 15 in my constitution, because a barbarian obviously needs strength and constitution, uh, the 11 in my intelligence, the 4 in my wisdom, and the 13 in my charisma. Now, the other thing you need, you need to understand, and Connor didn't talk about this, but you also get racial bonuses. And since, you know, bar, um, this guy's a human, um, he, just gets, he, gets, plus one he gets a plus one to every score. So that changes my scores um, from 16 to 17, 14 to 15, and, and just bumps them all up. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and add this, too, because you didn't mention this. All right. uh, one of your, as we're leveling them up to 10, Mm-hmm you get different types of bonuses and you get a, a, a bump to your ability scores. Um, at certain at, places. At like, for, for me, it's like level 5 and level 10, I think, or 4 and 8. Yeah. So I'm going to add 2 to my strength, making it a total of 19, and then add 2 more to my constitution, to make it a to- total of 18. So now I have a strength of 19, a dexterity of 15, constitution of 18, intelligence of 12, wisdom of 5, and charisma of 14. Okay, so I want to stop there and see where you, you right. where you want to add now.
1: All right, now, now uh, for me, um, I mean I mean Felicity Walker, I mean Felicity Smoke Walker, which is what I officially named her, um, a half elf, just because I, I I wanted to give her a bit more of a cooler, more more unique edge. Um, um, half elves get plus two in charisma and plus one in two other or a um, uh, ability scores that I choose. So, so I'm going to make so I'm going to make this this 16 into an 18 down here at my charisma and and then I'm going to add one to my to my dexterity making it a full making it making it a 19 and then I'm going to add one to my
0: uh, strength and make it a 13. Okay. Now, um What I should have said at the beginning, and you can rewind this back to the beginning, print you out a a character sheet, and follow along and score along with us. (laughs) Because this is a lot of numbers to keep up with. It'd be easier if you had... Now, you D&D people out there, you're following along just fine. I know. And by the way, for non-D&D people, you may think that it sounds like we know what we're doing, but you D&D people out there clearly can tell that we don't know what we're doing. I haven't made made a good character in years, so we're kind of flying blind a little bit. So, so those are our scores. Now we also have to determine how many hit points we have. And when, you know, your hit points are your total health, basically. Yeah. And uh, when you get to zero, you're dead. Yeah. So for a barbarian, his hit dice is a, uh, a what they call a d12, or a twelve-sided dice. Okay. But my and my constitution is an 18, which gives me a plus four to, to my rolls. So uh, when I do my when I rolled. Uh, my dice, my twelve-sided dice, and I, I did this previously because I was, um, there was a lot of dice rolling. Oh yeah, I rolled my D12 ten times, added my uh, Constitution bonus, and ended up with a total of 102 hit points. So I have a maximum health of 102 hit points. Uh, and now, so, so go ahead, you 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 go ahead and do yours. Um um I
1: did mine mine uh, but mine is one D is D8 and, and I only get plus one, so I only got up to Literally about half of his
0: health at 52. Yeah, so I have 102, he has 52. But remember, this is Genghis Khan and a little small, petite, you know, slim publicity smoke. Okay, so Ooh, who, now, who now also knows spells? Yeah, well, we'll get to that.
1: <laughs> so
0: we also get um, you get a proficiency bonus for things, things that you are proficient at, like certain types of weapons or armor that you use. Your, your class is proficient at certain things. And at level 10, uh, that's a proficiency, a proficiency bonus of plus 4. And a barbarian, we're proficient at light and medium armor. We're proficient at shields. We're proficient at simple and martial weapons, which we'll get into all those in just a minute. But that gives us our bonuses. We have a lot of other bonuses for um, other skill checks and saving throws and this kind of stuff. And we'll get into saving throws if, if we need to during the battle. Skill checks we're not really going to be using because this is just a one-on-one battle between he and I. And we also have a lot of other things that you can get into like their background and other kinds of things that really aren't necessary for what we're doing. So we're not getting into all that. If you were adventuring and doing an adventure module, you would want all that information in terms of like your ideals and your bonds and your flaws and your personality traits and all that kind of good stuff. But we're skipping all of that. All that good yes. So, but let me tell you a little bit more about the... uh, the Barbarian. Um, the Barbarian can do something that's called a Rage. He can choose, um, during his attack, to go into a Rage. Now a Rage will your know, rage attacks do uh, a plus three to damage, so whatever you roll for your damage, you get three more points of damage to that. Now, he also has something called Fast Movement where he can move an additional ten feet per round. Uh, I also get an extra attack, so I get two attacks every single round. Uh, then there's also some other things about the path of the Berserker and this kind of stuff. And I'm not going to get into all that kind of stuff. It gets a little complicated for, for our purposes. Plus, this is going to run super long if we go into all the details. So that's where we're at. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish mine out, and then I'm going to let him finish his. Uh, I got... Uh, my main weapon is a Great Axe, which gives me plus... I get plus six to hit somebody, so I have to roll a dice to hit. Uh, but then with my Proficiency, I get four more, so that's plus ten... My damage is 12 points of damage, or a d12, plus, plus 6. Uh, and, and I'll explain why I get the plus 6, because I get the Strength modifier. The reason why it's plus 6 instead of plus 4 is because uh, when, I go, when I got my random uh, magic item, I rolled and got the Stout Healer Belt, which gives me plus 2 to my max hit points. So now I have 104 hit points instead of 102. And my strength increases by 3. So now my strength is 22, which gives me a plus 6 bonus. So, greataxe is my main weapon, my I'm melee angry. weapon. I know. And uh, and then I can also use a longbow, but that's only like plus 2 and 1d8 one, one D8 damage. For you people that are out there that don't know, we call dragon dice. It's a set of dice, and then you have a 4-sided dice, a 6-sided dice, 8, 10, 12, and 20. And you use those for different kinds of rolls as you go. So... That's pretty much my character. A level 10, Barbarian, with a Strength of 20, to Constitution of 18, 104 hit points, uh, using a Great Axe. It's plus 10 to hit, and 1d12 plus 6 uh, damage. Plus, if I just t- decide to Rage, I can um, add even more damage to that, I also I get 2 attacks per round. That's pretty much me. Connor's character as a rogue is a little bit more complicated, because he can get into some spells and stuff. So I'm going to let him get into that, because... I'm just gonna go in there and wail on him. That's all I'm gonna do. Alright, so so with the
1: rogue, you you can get into all kinds of, of archetypes uh, just once you get high enough. Um and I decided to, to go with the Arcane Trickster. Mainly because they get to learn all these cool wizard spells. Um and saying so Dad is a barbarian, um I can't really get close enough to him or or else he's just gonna cleave me into like, like a ham, you know? I can't really do anything up close. I'm going
0: to do that anyway, but
1: whatever. <laughs> so I got to teach myself a bunch of cool spells because of, of the Arcane Trickster archetype. Um, um, I, I can move 30 feet per round. Um, my, my armor class is 16. Um, oh, thank you for reminding me that armor class. Um, and, and, te- and technically, I have three weapons. I have two hand crossbows, which are basically the... Of the pistol versions of a crossbow, um, and a rapier. Now, seeing as how you get two, I can get two ability score improvements um, before I get to level ten. Um, you can either choose that, or, or increase one score, and and then choose a feat from the feat list in, in the player's manual. So I just chose to increase two scores, and I got two feats: crossbow expert and dual wielder. Which basically means means um I I get an extra bonus in my armor class. Oh, which reminds me, I need to add that when I dual wield weapons, um, I get plus one in armor class. I'm using both weapons is counted as as a bonus action instead of a full action. And let's see, there was one other one. Uh... Oh, well, it doesn't matter, but but but, <laughs> um, uh, but also but also I I have a rapier which is just which uh, for what you guys don't know it it's basically like a uh, fencing sword you know it's a very slender long needle like blade um, and, and the hand crossbows use use one d six plus four because that's my dexterity modifier and, and my rapier
0: d- it does one d eight plus four. Okay, and what was your magic item that you get?
1: Oh, uh, oh, my magic item is. Was battle mage boots of the lizard plus four, um, plus four bonus to spell casting and plus two to constitution.
0: Okay. Now, his his regular armor he's wearing studded leather armor, mm-hmm. uh, but with his dexterity bonus, which is not as high of an armor class, but with his dexterity bonus, it that becomes... gives him his armor class of sixteen. Uh, now, and I'm using scale armor, which has a higher armor class, but my dexterity modifier was only two, so we both had the same armor class of sixteen. Now. For people that don't know, an armor class is 16 is you have to roll that number or higher to hit that person. If you hit them, then you can roll the other dice to see how much damage you do to them.
1: Then the... Or,
0: oh, but then are the you also... Oh, that's right. But then you also have the attack bonus. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So, you know, his for example, his armor class is 16, um, and I'm say I'm using my great axe. Say I roll a 6, I have a plus 10 to hit, mm-hmm. so... 6 plus 10 is 16. I hit him even though I roll a 6. So um, it's pretty easy for me to hit him if I get within range. I have plus
1: 8 uh, attack bonuses. So it's, it's basically... If I roll anything 8 or above, I get to hit him. Right. So, so that's where we're at. Alright. Now... Um, 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 so you ready I, to start? Um, I I do have have a lot of spells. It would take too long to explain all of them. So, so explain so, them
0: as you cast them. Exactly. That's Thank what you. I was gonna do. So we gotta we gotta set this up. We're 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 both at opposite ends of this uh, arena, no, and it's a no, no, hundred no, it's a hundred feet in diameter, and so we're we're literally hundred feet apart from each other. And so we have to we're gonna use some time to get towards each other. All right. So all right. Go ahead. Do whatever you want to. Do.
1: The two warriors wake up as they were drugged at an inn. Um, and, and see themselves in in a large coliseum like arena. They hear a booming voice saying, "Fight to the death."
0: Okay, whatever. I thought he was just—I thought he was just going to intro like Day Twenty Mayhem and multi... Anyway, no, I thought he was going to do something like that. No, no he. No. But you're not you. the dungeon master, <laughs> so we're just. I just wanted to do a cool clashing. intro, okay? So okay, just shut up. So, it happened. This is a farce. This is a train wreck. Oh my gosh! This is a train wreck. So
1: okay, but it makes us laugh. That's the one thing. So oh. D twenty
0: multiverse mayhem. What? Okay. It's like it's welcome, like a gong. Welcome everyone to the D twenty multiverse mayhem. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Roll for initiative, sucker. (laughs) Okay, so we're rolling for initiative. No, initiative, for those who don't know, initiative is basically your battle order. So, like, if you're in a party and there's, like, three people in, four people in a party and you're fighting four monsters, everybody rolls for initiative and the highest roll gets to go first, second highest roll goes next, this kind of thing. Okay, so he and I will roll to see who gets to attack first. All right. All right, go. 17. 11. All right. So, So, that means
1: I get to go first. So the very first thing I'm gonna do is to cast. I'm gonna cast Firebolt. Okay. Um. Um. It. Um. It is an instant spell. Um, okay. It, um. It has a range of 120 feet, which okay, means I can fine. hit that's you. Fine. You hurl a mote of fire at a creature or object within its range. Okay. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the on a hit the target takes 1d10 fire damage. Okay.
0: Okay, so let's just see if it hits. No. Son of a buck! He rolled a three. So even with his plus eight, he missed. So, okay, so I can I can swap weapons as, as a bonus action as I'm moving. So I'm drawing my longbow, and I'm moving in his direction. I can move 40 feet in a round. I'm not going to move the full 40 feet, because that will take the entire round. I'm going to only move 30 feet, but then I'm going to draw my longbow and, and fire a bow at him, fire a, an arrow at him. So, that's what I'm trying to do. So, I'm using my long bow, which would be plus two to hit. All right? And I need to get a 16. And I got a two. Yay! So, I missed. So, it went right by his head. Actually, with a score, of, with a roll of two, it didn't get anywhere close to him. All right? So, okay. there's the first round. So, roll initiative again. All right. It's kind of boring until you get to each other. Three. Seven. Okay. Wow. We are really sucking on rolls. We've rolled four times and not once have we rolled over a ten. <laughs> so, I get to go first. We're now 70 feet apart because he didn't move. Yeah, I moved 30 feet. So now we're 70 feet apart. I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm moving 30 more feet and firing another longbow shot at him. And I got a 10 plus 2, 12. I missed again. All right. Okay, so what are you doing now?
1: Uh, all right. i um, I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself. Um, it basically just it does what it does. It, it turns me
0: invisible un- until this bear spell wears off. Right, but you have to concentrate we have to concentrate one and two you have to do we have to roll to see if you if, you, if you're if you successful with a spell 15 you are okay awesome. that, that that was the roll that we decided we would agree on for saving yeah. throws kind of stuff so mm-hmm. so you cast invisibility and, um, and I'm invisible sucker okay but that was what you did you yeah. didn't move at all so you're I in know. the same spot yeah okay and you got to roll that every time just to, to, to continue to concentrate so the next round you got to roll that again to see if you continue to concentrate okay no, I- you have to roll a total of fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the rogue, rogue I um I have a plus proficiency
1: with, with my touch and saving throws. Which means I get a plus six of because I have a proficiency bonus of four. I'm I'm just
0: okay. I'm okay. checking that, you know? So I since he hasn't moved, he stayed in one spot. He's invisible. So I'm it's at a disadvantage. So what happens is when when I'm at a disadvantage, when I roll, I roll a D20 twice, but I take the lower score of the two. Four. And nine. So I'm whiffing all over the place, man. There's arrows just flying everywhere. And just, <laughs> just. So, okay. But I've moved 30 more feet. Mm-hmm. So now I'm right on you because that's the third round. So I've moved 90 feet. So I'm right at your spot. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're right in front of me. I just can't see you. Yeah. Okay. Now it's okay. Now we got to roll for initiative again. Mhm. 20. Oh wow. So you won. Oh, no. We both rolled a 20. Roll again. Two. What are the odds of both of us rolling a 20, right? 7. So I get to go again. Okay. You're right in front of me. So uh-huh. um, as a bonus action, I'm drawing my I'm sheathing my longbow and pulling my great sword. I mean, great axe, and I'm swinging actually with my great axe into the space where you were. I'm going to use uncanny
1: dodge. When the, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you your reaction has has the damage. Okay. It's 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 I, I can do it on my okay. turn because no one would be attacking me on my turn. Oh, but remember,
0: oh, you know what? I, I completely forgot. I get two attacks per round.
1: Has damage uh, entirely.
0: I'm saying that I just had two rounds where I have only attacked you once. I could have attacked you oh, twice. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So I hit you with that one, and okay. let me roll my. So five plus six is eleven. It's how- So you take five damage, okay. but I get to attack again. Okay. The- and I and, and I hit you, which I hit you with a natural twenty. So that's that's like max damage. Uh-huh. So you get eighteen. So that's nine more. So you lose a total of fourteen points damage. Okay. 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 Now it's your turn.
1: Okay.
0: This so- is why I don't think it's going to turn out too well. Oh, before you cast, you have to roll to see if you. Okay, you're still constrained concent- on your invisibility. Okay, so he rolled a 14, plus he got his bonuses. So, so I am
1: going to move around to, to behind Genghis Khan, and I'm going to use Sneak Attack. Okay, so you get attacked with an advantage. With uh-huh. advantage,
0: okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Beginning at the first level, you know how to strike subtly to exploit a foe's distraction. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to the creature you attack. So attack me,
0: then you get you All also right. get the one d six extra damage, but you get a roll. Right. I and hit. You hit me,
1: okay. Hits. I'm gonna use my rapier. At
0: um, least that's what I had. And nice save, say. Tell me what you're attacking with after you attack. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so see, we don't. We have no clue what we're doing, people. This is this may be a one episode segment. Okay, so. So 2 plus
1: 4, that's six. Six, then you roll a 6. Then you roll a 6. Um, but, but but I get to roll, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay. Um, I've seen how far, how far down, down the list because c- 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 uh, I couldn't get the levels. I can do it.
0: 5d6. No, it's 6d6. No, look, I just can. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10.
1: Okay. So, so then, so then six plus, so four fours. twenty.
0: Oh, are you going to roll them separately. You're just going to multiply it. I'm going to roll them all. Okay. So, so. So that's 18, 10, 10, 12, 12, eighteen, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Awesome. Okay, so now I'm down to eighty hit points. And guys, please, if you're a D and D person and we're doing this wrong, please let us know because we want to do this right. Okay, sorry, I'm making all kinds of noise. So now it is initiative time again. Mm-hmm. Okay, 15. Three. Why do I? Why do so, I always get a three? So now he's behind me, but I know he's behind me because he just attacked me and he just hit me. So I've got to, I want to. I get two attacks. I am want to be attacking with a disadvantage because he's behind me and I'm just kind of swinging around and, and okay. he's invisible. So oh, you should. You should. Um, you should roll to see if you're still concentrating on your. No, I, I do on my turn. Okay. Okay. So twenty. So I hit you. Um. Um. Oh, take the lower of the two. Four. Wow. So that's one. No. no. I get two attacks. Remember. Oh. No. Okay. So seventeen. Because the other one, the other one was nineteen. Oh, it was. Yeah. So oh, I hit point, you with the second one. Man. I hit you with I hit you with the second one. Okay. And I do. Eight points damage. Okay, so minus eight. Okay. You have to t- figure out what your total uh-huh. is, dude. You can't just keep subtracting. you got to figure out what your total is. I'm at 34. You're at 30. Oh. Uh, Math. Shut up. Okay, now it's your turn. Okay. So, let's see. Come I'm on, gonna, buddy. We kind of need to know what you're going to do. Ah,
1: okay. Okay, I'm going to use power word stun. Okay. And it hits.
0: Well, how well, well, how do you know it hits? Cuz you...
1: plus 4 to spell casting. Okay. Hang, That's 15. In in my intelligence modifier.
0: Okay. All right. But,
1: yeah. I don't that, so, but okay. So, not going to argue with it. So, so you are now stunned I mean, and you'll have to always cast a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh. Just just to counteract the stun.
0: That's fine. Okay, so that that was that was your that was your turn. Yes. Okay, you got to roll your concentration. Yeah. Saving throw. Oh, dang it. Okay. okay, you're still concentrating on that spell. There, you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm stunned. I know. I'm st- but I got to roll. Okay, I didn't say. Well, uh, hold on. Uh, what what saving throw do I have to use? Constitution, you yes. said. Constitution is plus four. Nope, I didn't get it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I do, because I get the proficiency bonus as well, right? Isn't that how that works? No, that's... No? Yes, I do. Saving throws. Constitution, plus eight. So, I did... So, now I'm not stunned. Dang it. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) This is going to end quick. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But, yeah, because now I'm not stunned. Because... And that was... Okay, so now i got to roll... And you're in front of me, but you're still invisible. So, I still have two attacks, but I still have disadvantage for both attacks. So... So I clearly missed with this, uh, the first hit. Okay. Ooh,
1: 18. Come on, come on, come,
0: on, come on. 13. So 13, I take the lower one, 13. You plus still 10, hit I still hit you. And then do 12 points damage, plus 6, 12. Ooh, 18, 18. points. You are down At 12. to 12. Okay, your turn. Okay. You might want to actually attack instead of... See, this This is what you tend to do. You tend to jump into all your spells. and. Fine, fine. I, I yeah. Look, I'm just... Fine. Fight brute strength with brute strength, although. I have no brute strength! <laughs> That's true, where i That's up why to. I'm resenting to my freaking spells. Okay. So I'm... Oh, you, yeah, you gotta see if you're still concentrating. Yes, I am. Uh, Plus what? 11 plus what? We just went over this, remember? For your saving throw. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah you, did. you did. I'm sorry. And I attack you, I'm just gonna use my rapier. And you hit me. Four, so I'm I just do eight
0: points damage. Okay, so I'm down to seventy two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean Okay. Alright, now roll initiative. I don't know you might get you might get on a roll here, man. Eleven. Eleven. One. See? Okay so you're gonna go again.
1: I'm going to huh. I'm gonna cast something. I'm gonna cast fly. Aren't you, aren't you down to twelve? I'm Nine. yes, I'm down to twelve, I know that. Okay, just stop.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: stuff so i'm gonna cast fly fly and i'm gonna fly 60 feet up in the air away from you
0: okay all right you got to see if you, if you succeed yes 14, I do. you did okay so that's what you did so you flew six feet up in the air 60 feet up yes in the air. okay all right cool my turn yes right yes. no uh yeah because you won an issue so it's now my turn yes and oh uh l- let me see if i can still if i can see you no oh. did you do that you didn't do that this turn did you yeah we did oh you did yeah. okay so i still can't see you. Yeah. Okay, I'm using my bonus action to draw my longbow, since he's 60 feet in the air. I am attacking with... Um, now, how long does the fly last, by the way? Um,
1: It lasts for 10 minutes, I think.
0: Yeah, 10 minutes. Okay, so I miss and I miss. And I hit you the second time. Okay. I get lucky and I hit you the second time. 1d8 plus 2. So five points damage you are down to seven points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down to seven points. Okay, initiative. Okay. Roll for initiative. One. Okay. I'm just dead this turn. I win. Okay. Uh. All right. So here we go. go with the here funality. we go. So, but he's still at disadvantage. Right. Yeah. 15, 20. I hit, and I hit. Well, I take the I take the lesser of the yes. two. So, one d eight plus two. You have seven hit points. Yes. So you can still technically survive. But you hit me two times. Oh, hey. yeah, exactly. Must I'm did. dead. So, Felicity is dead. Sorry. Where's Oliver when you need him? So, look, it just happened. I mean, there's no way that, that I, I tried to make it as, as fair as I could. But, brute strength against a rogue, one on one, that's no. the thing. That's the thing that w- we were talking about this the other day that rogues and, and those kind of characters that are more finesse type characters are great in a party because they can move around and do a lot of sneak attacks and those kind of things while the the tanks are in there attacking, like the barbarians and the fighters and the paladins and that kind of stuff. But one-on-one, you got to be super lucky with your rolls to to beat me out. So, um, Felicity's dead. Genghis is not. Okay. So, I won. If we do this again, I certainly hope it goes a lot smoother than this time. Exactly. But maybe you can... Maybe at least... Maybe at least hearing us fumble through this and going, "Um, is that how it works? I'm not sure. Maybe it doesn't. I have no idea. And the mere confusion. Maybe that was enough entertainment for you that you were willing to listen to the whole thing. Anyway, we're done with that. So there was the first inaugural uh, entry into the D20 Multiverse Mayhem. Archives. (laughs) Whatever segment. Okay. If you got some characters you guys would like, some people that you would like us to make characters out of and fight to the death, send them to us. You know, send me a tweet and, and, and let me know. And we'll do that instead of us picking one at random. We'll let you guys pick them and then we'll fight them out that way. Um. So we'll go from there. All right. Now, the last thing we're going to do is do our Best of the Worst on Netflix segment that we always do. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure that this qualifies for a best of the worst on Netflix, because I think it's probably more accurately one of the worst of the worst on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I don't remember when this movie was made. I've heard rumors that it was made over a long period of time because he ran out of money or backers or whatever, and it took him a long time to get this movie done. But it stars Wesley Snipes. And. Wait, what's the name? Gala Walkers. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to say it, though. Okay. So, oh my gosh! This is so bad. Um, but so it's funny any, bad. It's funny bad. Well, they're laughing at our. They're laughing at us. They're not. You know, they're they're not because we're funny, but because it's just out of pity. Um, so anyway, so a laugh's a laugh. Who cares? Oh, you're one of those kind. You'll do anything for a laugh. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> shooting fire at your butt for a laugh, right? You're one of those kind, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: That image of mine,
0: I can't get it out now. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. That reminds me. I saw a video the other day. I, I think it was. A... Can... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for him to finish.
1: You're <laughs> a Okay, okay, okay. Are you done? Okay.
0: Are you done? Oh no. Okay. Well, you you last laugh silently. <laughs> so i saw a here the other day and it was it was like looked like it may have been an older daughter and a mom. Um they were probably compatriots of mine in the South. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um and the the younger of the two had her pants down and had a balloon stuck in her rear end, and it was blown up. And I'm thinking somehow she farted into the balloon and filled the balloon up with a fart. Because then the other lady lit a match to the balloon, and it exploded on the girl's butt. So, when, you know, that's what you talk about doing anything for a laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Cover your mouth please. <laughs> this is riveting radio, right? Okay. So, anyway, so, okay. let's get back to let's get back to the the let's get back to Gala walkers. Okay. Wesley Snipes movie, okay. he, he's the main character and his character's name is a man. It's spelled a man. It's almond. Well, but you but you notice none of them had real names. It was like a man, angel, whatever. So, the premise of the Mo- it's it's a western. Who doesn't love western movies? It's kind of like a zombie type movie as well. Okay, look here's the deal. He everybody he kills turns into a zombie.
1: Not really a zombie, zombie more like um, vampire like zombies.
0: Yeah, but they don't really like suck on blood or anything like that. They just they're undead. They they come back to life, but their skin um, shrivels away in the heat of the sun. So they're constantly having to kill and skin other people and, and using their, their and wearing their skin. There was really? literally
1: one guy who who was wearing lizard skin. N- not even joking. He, he had, skins lizards and, and made like a Tweelik head head with lizard tails. Yeah, it was it was interesting.
0: Um, this is going to be a pretty. Around. This is going to be a pretty short segment because there's not a lot to talk about it was just bad oh yeah the acting was bad you know wesley snipes was bad really oh yeah he was because, decent no he, he was trying to do the whole dramatic brooding anti-hero type person but it was just bad acting it was Just just bad he's not the greatest actor anyway just but it was just bad and um i mean where do where do you go where do we go with this thing I mean, um, what do you want to talk about about this movie, other than it was bad?
1: Um, let's see. I don't recommend it. The backstory was bad. Um, basically, his mom was um, couldn't couldn't give birth to, to, to this kid, so she went to these um, devil worshipping cult ladies in the hills, um, and uh, the
0: sisters of Diablo. Some, I think
1: that's what they're, some, that's what they're called, weren't something they? Something like that. So then she um birthed the kid, kid, but um. But but the other sister said they couldn't keep they couldn't keep him at the at Hell's Gate or whatever, so she had to give him up for adoption. Um, he, he was raised by a butcher's wife and um and her daughter, who then becomes his love and lover and all that
0: yada yada yada. And so the, the 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 daughter and this guy they fell in love and they and you know and then she said, "You go with mom to the butcher place. I'll be fine here." which, of course, you knew as soon as she said that, it was not going to be fine. Oh, and yeah. then this gang of five guys came, and they all raped her. Um, and one of them was the son of the ringleader, and they made him rape her, and he didn't want to. He felt bad about this kind of stuff. Anyway, they all end up in jail at some point, along with the main guys, the main bad guy's Hork. girlfriend. I'm not, I am not going to use that word. That's oh, what it, that's what he called her, but I wasn't going to call her his girlfriend. Just be all nice. Right. All right. Uh, and... Wesley Snipes hunted them down, and for some reason... You know, he had a beard and dreads the whole movie. But for this scene that they kept going back to, where he went into this jail to kill them, he was completely clean-shaven, head was completely shaved, um, and he had white paint all over his face to kill them. There was no explanation why that was happen and why he did that, and that was the only time he didn't have dreadlocks, was that scene. Doesn't make any sense. So he killed all of them, except for the son. The son had hung himself. Yeah. And so what had happened was... All of them came back to life as this weird zombie type thing, except for the son that had hung himself because he didn't kill him. He died on his own. So he was all shriveled up, mummified and everything, and they were carrying him around. And I still don't even even really understand the whole plot of the movie. The bad guy and all of his buddies were going around with bad skin and getting other people's skins, killing them and skinning them to have skin and faces and stuff. But they were trying to somehow save his son, bring his son back to life. And so Wesley Snipes was trying to find them to kill all of them. And the only way he could do that was by ripping their heads off and their skulls and their spinal cords out of their body. Where somehow he was able to do that by just basically grabbing their neck and ripping it. And he was that strong, he could rip their whole head and spinal cord out of their body with one hand. Exactly. Yeah, which bad. Um... And although the best scene was when he did that with one person, uh-huh. and then the guy came to the leader with a bag and threw the dude's head and spine on the on the ground, and it was flopping around like a fish. It was pretty. That was pretty funny looking. <laughs> it was. But, so, Wesley was trying to find them to kill all them, and they were trying to find him because the bad guy, I don't even remember his name, wanted to find out from Wesley why his son wasn't alive like the rest of them. It's just...
1: just weird. There's also... There's also this one kid in, in the movie that he saves, but then, then also helped him. But then Wesley Snipes killed
0: him to save him. Because the dude got stabbed, and he was going to bleed out. So Wesley Snipes shot him and killed him, so he would come back as one of these zombie things. The kid was okay with that, and was happy to do that, and was his psychic. Uh, there there was a there was another woman in the in the movie. She was the other... She was the other prostitute that was in the movie that was supposed to be getting hung um for crimes, for stealing or something like that. She was in the movie and there was no need for her to be in the movie. She kept <laughs> being in scenes and the only the the most useful part of her the only the most useful part for her in the movie was when the bad guy was holding her as like a human shield at the very end when Wesley was trying to kill the bad guy. That was the only. That was the only thing she was useful for, except for making these little, little one-liners here and there.
1: We never even found out her name uh, uh, until the credits. Right, right. We I literally mean, never even heard her name.
0: It, um,
1: bad.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I, I couldn't find anything. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for? Anything of value in this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the first one we did, Gora. What did we do last time? Oh, zombies. It was funny because it was so bad. This is one of those that it was just bad, bad. Bad. So, okay. So, at least, if you guys have listened to all three episodes, you're getting a range of selections. You're getting what we thought was going to be a bad movie that turned out to be pretty funny and pretty good. Then we got one that was so bad it was funny. And now you got one that's just bad. bad. Not funny. Not good. Just bad. So, um I would not recommend Gala Walkers unless you just like being in pain. Uh, and being bored and confused. It wasn't especially gory for people that like that kind of stuff. It wasn't... Lots of head explosions. Yeah, there was that. Uh, There definitely was not a good storyline or a good plot. You couldn't even follow the storyline
1: until like three-fourths of the way through the movie.
0: But but that's the thing. I mean, I don't know that you could... There wasn't really much of a plot. It was just these disjointed scenes kind of pushing it along. It just didn't make any sense. It wasn't a, a movie that had a bad plot. It just seemed like it. It had such a loose plot It oh, didn't makeup. make a
1: lot of sense. Oh, the makeup was bad too. Too like um, like with the main bad guy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she she wore this tight um, bolstering corset. A corset
0: that boosted her chest. Yeah, which all of them do in all exactly. these movies. It's a western, so apparently. All of them did that back in the Western days, which is not true. If you look at actual historical photos, they weren't like that, but, um, but they're selling um, in the movie. Um, but yeah, um, literally
1: throughout the entire movie, you see mm-hmm. her, her she She's smooth and well cared for. <laughs> or just going to say that. Smooth skin. We'll leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Um um and, and then in like one of the final scenes where um, um where um Wesley Snipes has to get his way up t- to the top of the mountain to kill the man bad guy, suddenly her body is covered in scars and I'm like, wait, what happens between then and now to give her all those scars? But was, it wasn't, it and they wasn't weren't even it, believable
0: looking. What, it it was like I don't know if you guys have seen that candy. It's it's almost like like a rope licorice type candy but it's got like powdered sugar all over and you like pull them off in strings and eat them if you you know what i'm talking about yeah that's what it was basically it, it, it was like they just basically put some of those on her skin and glued them to her skin and so it wasn't like cut deep cut scars it was like these raised welt looking things but it like licorice you know with powdered sugar on her breasts i'm i'm, I'm telling you it crazy straws no, not crazy straws. Crazy straws aren't edible. These are like little stringy, almost licorice kind of things that I you eat, know. but they've got like powdered sugar or something on them. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to them. Okay. I, I, I wanna ask him if you remember. I know. I was just trying to yeah. So look, this has been a delayed podcast. I've had a bunch of other things going on. It's just delayed us getting this one out. And we've been wanting to do this deep twenty multiverse mayhem thing for a while. I don't think it came off near as well as I wanted it to or as we thought it would but we're going to try it again at some point Uh, we're going to try to find a better movie a better bad movie next time but uh i'm going to be out of town for the next two weekends for work so i don't know when we're going to get another one in i'm actually wanted to squeeze this one in before i leave this weekend for work so i can edit it while i'm out of town for work so anyway i don't have anything else to say i don't know that there's anything else we can say this has been kind of a
1: Um, Um, you
0: guys all get a badge for for making it through to the end. If you uh, did, shoot me a tweet and I'll, I don't know, I'll send you a thumbs up meme or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Same here. This was kind of ended on a kind of a downer. We (laughs) stumbled through a segment and talked about a really bad movie. So y'all have a good night. We're going to get out of here. Thanks for putting up with us again for another episode. We will see y'all next time. Chasing more chickens, talking more geeky stuff. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. We're gonna do it again. Yeah. So we'll see y'all later yeah. on the Gene Poole ride Hour. Yeah. Bye guys. See you guys. Was that all oh, hold on one minute? <laughs> so all you gonna say is yeah? Yeah. 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 Like a dog over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're done. I'm gonna cut us off before he gets in the giggles again. <laughs> <told> Too much <laughs> like, sh- sh- crap. <laughs> So, this is Sean. <laughs> and this is Connor. And we'll see y'all next time oh, on the deep Variety Hour. <laughs>